Are you new to running a painting company? Have you been wanting to take control of your financial future but don't know where to start? In this podcast, Clay Rock speaks with Philip Bassett Covenero, a certified financial planner, to discuss how you can keep more of the money you make while planning for your future financial and retirement independence. You're listening to the Trusted House Painter Academy podcast, providing expert painting tips, business advice, and a strong community committed to the success and growth of painting entrepreneurs worldwide. Achieve business success and personal growth while giving back to your community. Here's your host, Paul Stein. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the Trusted House Painter Academy podcast. I'm Clay Rock, filling in for Paul Stein, who's taking some time away this weekend to try and uh, relax and re-energize coming into the summer season. We're joined today by Philip Bassett Cabanero, a certified financial planner here in Victoria. Phil, thanks for joining me. How are you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for joining. Uh, Today we're talking about taxes, retirement, vacations. One thing we all know as painters is not how much money you make, it's how much money you get to keep. So Phil's going to share some tips and some pointers about how he helps his clients do that and what that can mean to you. Uh, as a painter and someone who might be running your own painting company or thinking about transitioning into starting your own company. Uh, so Phil, why don't we start there? How, how is it that these guys can keep some, keep some more of their money? Yeah, great. Um, great questions and, and money, finance, always uh, the, the hot burning topic, right? So everybody's always so excited to hear about this. Um, really, it's about organization, uh, getting ahead of things before you get two, three, four years behind on taxes, um, trying to stay ahead and organize as much as possible. And it just leads you to have opportunities and really control back in your life. Um, I also highly recommend teaming up with with a, a financial advisor, a financial planner uh, in your local community. Um, go to find somebody who has their CFP, which just means that they are a certified financial planner. Um, they meet uh, a lot of uh, rules and regulations and uh, an oversight to make sure that they're actually giving you advice that it's very specific to your situation. So look for a CFP uh, in your neighborhood and they'll be able to, to help support you. And a lot of this guidance, they'll, they'll give you some ideas uh, back and forth um, that, that it's, it's free up front. They'll let you know exactly what the parameters are. So you don't have to come in with investing with someone. You don't have to, you know, share your entire life story, just go and find a local CFP. Um, they'll talk about the same kind of things that I'm going to be talking about here today. So get that control uh, when you're going to start up your own business. If you're even a, a subcontractor, partnering, working with um, with somebody else that you started in the, in the painting trades in the community, um, just get organized and start having uh, 10% taken off everything that comes in. Um, 10% is a really good number for your first few years probably even two to five years, um, just have 10% taken off, either send it directly to CRA or have it go into uh, into an account that you just don't look at. Um, that 10%, if it's taken off the first bill, that invoice that you're, that you're sending out, if it's a $5,000 job, $500 goes into that account. And at, at the end of the year, um, you will have enough in those first few years. You might even be able to keep extra of that money. Now you're gonna have deductions, um, track everything, especially because you're in a in a high uh, cost uh, transportation. Your phone, your 
you know, probably 90% of the time able to write off everything that you're doing because of uh, probably working evenings, weekends, all those kind of things. So um, track it, use a um, that 10% metric for the first few years, get it into an account. And, and we can talk a little bit more like that, um, especially in Canada, uh, the tax-free savings accounts, everybody should have one of these. There's no reason not to open one up. And that's where these extra funds should go into. Put them there. You'll see it at the end of your 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 tax year. If you're not incorporated, you're probably going to be working through January and February to then go and take money from this account to get everything uh, paid off for you. Okay. Wow. I got so many questions uh, just based off of that. We could probably go down a quite a <laughs> goal in a couple different paths there uh for our friends in the u.s because we're in canada so a certified financial planner is that the same thing in the u.s is it um, it is yeah it's international and it's the only international designation that you're that you're looking for it has a um you know uh guidance and regulations for ongoing education uh training and and service now uh cfp is in australia in the uk uh in in the u.s and um, that's really the the one designation that you're looking for and um, a, a part of that you can't trust. Um, again, in, in Canada, again, versus the U.S., there's Advocates is the Financial Planners Association of Canada. So that's a further regulating um, type of association you want your advisor part of. Uh, and then there's, there's a number of different uh, associations within um, the United States as well. Um, I believe it's the International Financial Planners Association um, that you'd be looking for as well. Okay, awesome. And you mentioned CRA. Put put it directly into CRA or into a tax-free savings account. Canadian Revenue Agency, that's sort of where we're paying our taxes. I believe it's mm -hmm. the IRS in the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, but definitely uh, setting something aside, my personal experience, I got my tax bill and was like, great, I'll pay that next week. And then the next year I got my tax bill and it was like 10 times the amount as my business grew exponentially at the very beginning. So uh, it was definitely a, a habit that I needed to create very quickly before financial ruin for myself. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're saving 10%, um, then you've got money set aside, but there's other opportunities to save on taxes. You often hear about people going, hey, I, I, I have to get a new truck this year because I need to bump my expenses up. And so can you talk to us a little bit about how you can um, sort of reallocate some of your um, expenses so that you can save on taxes and reinvest back in your company? Yeah, and it's good to know which deductions you can write off, which you can't. It's it's really the percentage that you're using it for business. So you can't um, go and buy a family vehicle, um, you know, your, your your family van perhaps if you have kids and things, um, and then that van is only being used 10% of the time perhaps for, for business. So you're not able to really write it off. Now, if, it, if it's a truck or a van that you're exclusively using for business, then that that's another story. Um, all, all, all the advice as well, you do want to have a, a good accountant. Um, the one thing, and maybe this is a good point to part in, uh, put in where the relationships go for your advisor teams. Your, your financial planner is really your, your, your quarterback, your, your person that you're going to coordinate with all the way throughout the year to come up with these ideas. Your, your accountants can be the one that's going to file and prepare things at the end of the year. Uh, and then your lawyer is going to be the one who's going to structure when you get incorporated um, you know, 
maybe partnership agreements, um, your employee agreements and standards. So it's important to know where everybody fits and who you're going to be asking for things throughout the year. I always say the the financial planner is the one you know who's going to try to write off everything, help you really strategize. But you want to make sure that you know in your area, in your region, um, different parts of the U.S. Or, or Canada, different provinces and states are different, and they'll report differently. You want to make sure you have an accountant who who understands your industry, what you're allowed to or or can't write off equipment, uh, supplies, even. You know some material clothing you you can for industries for other ones you you can't write off so um just knowing what you can write off even ahead of the purchase is really really crucial some people can write off a a, a big degree of of their equipment their computers laptops and software uh, perhaps you know you, you come up with some design work that you can write off where um maybe in in some painting contracts you can't write off a lot of your your computers or or different things so it's more the supplies and equipment that you're using for business. Okay, interesting. So you mentioned earlier that certified financial planner is gonna be almost like a partner with you. And it sounds like it's a whole team. You bring on the accountant, you bring on the lawyer and everyone's sort of in your best interest to make sure that the money is flowing in the proper way so that you can be taking advantage mm -hmm. of saving some of that money. Um, so you're you're working directly with accountants and with lawyers for your specific clients. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. And and often because we're not um, every, everybody's compensated differently. I don't charge hourly. I I have fees and and I'll charge an advisory fee on say uh, investments that I'm managing for my clients or uh, insurance products that we we put in place that. Um, will protect them, uh, group plan for them and their employees, uh, group RSP plan. So I'm actually directly compensated through the products and services that we we find solutions for our clients uh, for, where often accountants and lawyers, um, they're billed at, uh, hourly. Um, so you're going to get an ongoing bill through some of the support. So leaning on and working with your financial planner might actually save you quite a bit of those hourly rates to put the plan together. And then finally, um, we'll we'll go back and forth with your lawyers and accountants to make sure it's the right strategy. And then they'll go and prepare it, file it afterwards once we have that good track to run on. So yeah, we're we're often working with you all the way throughout the year um, and then sending it off to those professionals. So we'll work with them on your behalf once you've you know approved who you uh, have been working with. We'll we'll dig in, do uh, some analysis on the past years, how have you been tracking things or deducting things. Often we have to go back, get some things refiled, and then go forward uh, working with whatever team works for you. Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's some great value as well because it seems like it's not you're not getting paid to just play the game. You're getting paid to win. Mm -hmm. And and as a partner all the way throughout people's lives, I've um, myself and and our team here in in Victoria, BC, have been operating for for 15 years, just going into our 15th year, and um, you know we've been watching people start right from the the grassroots and now working with people for for 15 years watching their companies grow and, and continually grow so we were there at the very beginning when people's accounts were five ten twenty thousand and now you know now into the um, millions of values and and that's where we want to be we're here to to grow with um, quite a bit in the small business community and and trades and and um, every year if you can be a little bit smarter deduct a little bit more structure things, um, you know, w one thing to consider that people don't even think about there, 
their partner um, in life. So, you know, husband, wife, or uh, whatever the relationship might be, even with, with adult children, you're having people in, in your family um, care about your business success as well. So you're often paying them or, or maybe not paying them yet. And they're doing some bookkeeping, um, tracking your taxes, sending out some invoices for you. And people don't realize how much they could actually be paying their their family members. Um, it can't be exorbitant. It has to be within reason. Um, but now that can actually become a form of income splitting um, that you don't realize. Maybe your 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 spouse or partner is, is working in another job um, or, or not. Maybe they're taking care of the kids and you could be paying them 20, 30,000 a year um, pays very, you know, they would claim very little in tax, but it's a huge deduction for you to keep those um, those bills within the family unit. So, you know, there's a lot of strategies that people just don't think about that, um, you know, a, a CFP can can dig through and look at what you're doing. Yeah. And you say within reason. So my two and a half year old son couldn't be on my books. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite yet. No, <laughs> he'll you be there soon, think. though. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's already helping with painting projects around the house, so I'm training him young. <laughs> Sweet, but really well, uh, reasonable. Like even by 14 and 15, if they're carrying supplies for you out to the truck, and you know, organizing your your shed back at at home or at the shop, and and just you know, doing some some work there, you know, pay pay them something, and and you know, that could be the startup of their education savings accounts, or um, you know, a, a lot of these kind of vehicles. Yeah, definitely. I've I've had some great success in the past. Uh, as you know, I've coached kids soccer for a long time, and I had one of the captains of my team. His mom or he reached out to me, and then I said, "Well, let's get some approval from your parents first. And he uh, he worked for me for a summer when he was twelve or thirteen years old, and he was great. Like taught him ladders. Yeah. yeah, and then like a couple years later, when he was getting ready to go off to college, he was like, "Hey, I need to make some money in the next two months. Great, come on." come aboard uh when you get young people that are motivated uh sometimes that's a lot easier to work with than uh some of the older people that are set in their ways um yeah sweet that's awesome uh why don't we jump on to retirement um probably the biggest thing that i see in this industry is those 60 70 year old guys uh still working away I would love to assume that they all are financially free and fully capable of retirement and they're just in the painting for the love of it. Uh, but I feel like within the painting industry, um, there's a need to keep working. Uh, there's a lot of people that are making uh, $25, dollar range for their whole lives and how do you really like save for retirement on that i don't think painting is something that people go into in order to retire early uh so how how can people best set up themselves to try and take care of um themselves financially for the long run yeah <clears throat> and, and you know there are some retirement programs in in all countries um it, it's important to know what you're you're getting set up for or what the finish line is going to look like this magical retirement discussion and and what the years could be for it we're, we're starting to see people change what retirement is it's not you know a cut off at a certain age it's you know starting to take your your government benefits while you're even working but maybe working differently becoming a consultant there there's so many different opportunities there so um you know walking back to to 
what people are doing for, for work right to the very end is just understanding what it takes. Um, somebody with $25, $30 an hour can retire comfortably. Like we said at the very beginning of this, it's what you keep, uh, not really how much you earn, but how, what, what you do keep and how you strategize along the way. So it's about living within reason um, as long as you can, getting your debt paid down, going into retirement with uh, as lean as as possible of of debt, so that you can you can manage things and and have your budget, you know, going to um, to the lifestyle expenses as much as you can. So a lot of what uh, a CFP will do with you or a certified financial planner again is to do that that backwards projection for you. If you need to be making fifty thousand a year um, through retirement and that needs to be indexed, so it needs to grow with you over time. What do you need in in various accounts in your IRAs, in your RSPs in Canada? What do you need to to be putting away to supplement the government benefits that you're projected to get? I work with my clients starting at probably age 55 um, to start reaching out and and figuring out what they're going to be receiving from all their government benefits. Once we know those numbers, and at 55 is probably a good age to start doing that because um, in Canada specifically, we can start receiving our, our benefits if we like to at age 60, but you want to know what that means. And, and we do the math for our clients. A lot of it is actually not taking it 60, but you're able to push it all the way to 70. So if you can live off your savings a little bit longer and you're healthy, it pays off in a huge way, much higher than if you wait till age 70 to start receiving your government benefits and you can hold off till then amplitude or the, the percentage higher it's actually not just oh an extra year you're getting a higher percentage it's it, it becomes greater than every month that you take it before 65 so waiting that much longer if you're healthier it pays off um the tipping point's about age 84 after that you're already living in in extra time and and okay. your lifestyle is just so much better off so if you have declining health if there's some health issues then Yes, we do probably recommend taking it as early as possible, but doing that analysis. So understanding those numbers at 55, what your government benefits are going to be. And then are you part of a union? Has there been any other uh, retirement savings on your behalf? So we want to search that. Some people have moved between different companies. So you want to find all your pensions and benefits that are out there. We have clients with five, six, seven different pensions, and they don't realize that, you know, at certain ages they can start them all or have them move together into one self-managed account. Um, we do all that kind of analysis as well. So first it's knowing what numbers you're gonna be receiving and then what you need to be putting additional to get ahead of it and, and getting your debt um, as organized as possible. And there, um, maybe the last point on, on the debt side, debt isn't, isn't a bad thing. If you own a, a property and you have a mortgage, what we also do going into retirement is restructure that mortgage to be a line of credit so that it's not um, you know, a, a mortgage payment that you need to make, but interest only payments going into retirement. You kind of just get to maybe age 60 or 65 and this is it. You don't need to actually pay pay off your mortgage. You just want to be able to live in your home for forever without anybody taking away your property. So it's a, a lot of those different kind of restructuring pieces that we work through. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it sounds like right, right at the end there, once you sort of hit that 55 mark, once you clarify <laughs> what, where that income is coming from, then you can sort of capitalize on like extending the last little bit and really seeing the benefits of the compound interest um, in the final years of your investment. 
Um, and I love, love how you said start with the end first. I think recently I heard someone say, um, what's the point of running a race if there's no finish line? And it was, uh, I'm not sure what the context of it was, but uh, to define that finish line first before you start that race, I think is critically important, especially uh, within finances, because if you don't figure out finances at some point in your life, it's always going to be in control of you. So it sounds like working with a financial planner to figure out what your game plan is and what your end game is. Um, yeah, it's uh, hopefully incredibly valuable for everyone who's listening to this, everyone who's in the painting industry and anyone in general, really. Um, fantastic, Phil. I love it. Let's talk about vacations. Uh, the more and more I engage with other painters online, the more I hear that the challenge is battling burnout. Um, within our industry, it just seems like there's always more and more and more work. And whenever the work comes up, there's always a deadline. It always needs to uh, get done. And I experienced this a couple weeks ago. I was doing a couple projects during the week and we did the inside of a store downtown. So we had 7 a.m. until 10 a.m. to work. And then I went to work at other job sites and then we were able to get in there at 6 p.m. and work until 10 p.m. So I was waking, going home at 10, 10.30, waking up at six to get there for a quarter to seven. And I think in three and a half days, I did 33 hours. And it's just not sustainable for people. So for a painter, I think it's critically important that everyone plans vacations. Um, we often don't have the opportunity of two weeks paid vacation like most people. So I highly suggest that anyone out there who does wanna make sure that they're living a sustainable, healthy life, save for some vacation. So you have any strategies where we can do some short-term investments, some short-term savings so that we can sort of, instead of just put put money in like a sock drawer or something. Uh, we got some money growing for us so we can really maximize on those vacations. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Yes, yeah, it's so important to take care of yourself. Um, you know, we can't pretend like we're not in the middle of a pandemic right now. Um, we've gone through uh, COVID, what, what's been really hitting everybody for the last 15, 16 months um, that we're going through. And we've been able to see and hear how damaging um, everybody's mental health, uh, personal health relationships, um, home family units, how, how much that's been affected. So um, we know it's really important and maybe now more more important than ever. You think you can do consulting because you can jump on your computer, then you can go and do a job, then you can jump somewhere else. Before you know it, you are working 12, 14 hour days. We feel it now that our accessibility and, and the amount that our clients demand from us, where having meetings seven, eight o'clock at night or evening weekends. Our meetings are a little bit shorter, but they're, they're more of them. So 30 minutes, you know, uh, consulting over uh, a video cam or something, it's actually pretty, uh, takes a lot of energy to be on and, and not engage. It's a little bit different from, you know, maybe being in a, in a face-to-face -face meeting. So mm -hmm. um, you got to take care of yourself and, and allocating again, if it's 10% that you, you got to put into an account for taxes that we came up with um, to get started, you know, do a similar type of uh, a backwards metrics on what that two week vacation is going to be. If, if you need to have, you know, 5,000 saved for um, that vacation with, with your family to not have anything, 
were you over that period of time? Um, you know, it's taped the two weeks, maybe even a little bit longer. If it's 5,000, well, you need to be putting away $450 a month. That has to go somewhere. Um, so you have it every year that's there. So, the, you know, you, you break it down. You need to have, uh, you know, 200 and, and nearing 225 uh, every two weeks, a paycheck to go into that account. So you have it. So just do that reverse engineering every time. Now, which accounts to put it? Put it into something that's accessible. Again, for Canadians, we have these tax-free savings accounts. If you aren't using a tax-free savings account, uh, anyone, you know, if you're if you're 40 or as long as you were um, 18 in, in, in the year that the TFSAs were created in, in Canada, 2009, um, everybody has 75,500 of a room that can go into these accounts. It's not income tested. Put it into these tax-free savings accounts. 75,500 of room. You can put it in there. You take out 20 grand this year, the next year, all that room builds up again. These accounts are the most powerful accounts for Canadians. We hope that they won't ever slow down the, the room that they're opening every year or that the tax sheltering will be taken away. But right now, these accounts are incredibly flexible and powerful. You can have different types of savings and, and bonds and, and fixed income kind of safer pieces within that tax-free savings account. Then you can have your longer um, you know, for a couple of years, um, savings plans in there and, and higher risk things. So you can break it up into many different pieces, but use um, those accounts, have it again, automatically out of, out of your regular bank account and, and going in there, both for taxes, for that vacation, reno, the next, you know, big equipment purchase you need to be doing, um, you know, have those accounts set up and, and put on the side. Okay. Awesome. So, from my perspective, there's not only the money that you want to be saving that you want to spend on a vacation, uh, but there's also the income that you want to replace. So if you're not working for two weeks, um, it's essentially like a COVID shutdown. You're not going to notice it right in those two weeks because you've got your money set up, but it's going to be a couple weeks afterwards or a month afterwards where um, that cash flow that stopped is really going to affect you. Um, so one thing that I would suggest for people is how much money do you want to spend on your vacation, but how much money do you need to live through your vacation as well? So sort of a double edged sword there. Um, but if you save properly, then you can, you can handle both. Uh, is there anything else that we haven't covered Bill, that you think would be like really valuable, applicable to painters, to the painting industry? Uh, I know we got a lot of beautiful gems in there um the tax-free savings account i feel like we can do an entire podcast on that i think we just sort of hit hit the tip of the iceberg on that but uh what what mm -hmm. else for us yeah i think it's important to just have these conversations i think even from uh you know knowing knowing yourself and your history through the painting world through your, your business and everything I, you know we've, we've talked about this openly whether we're out playing game of soccer or whatever, it's just important to talk about finances and 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 get that control over it because with the most amount of time possible, with looking forward, um, staying as organized as possible, bringing your partners, your your family members into the conversation, and then you know going to find somebody that you can trust and and just share some of these ideas. I don't think I've ever you know build you for any any, any outside uh, conversations or or tax planning or or ideas like that's how comfortable it should be about talking about finance. And I think for 
for years and generations, um, depends where you grew up, where you're born and raised, um, people weren't talking about finance. You know, it was kind of this this hidden thing. We didn't get passed down the best habits from from our family, from our parents and things. So it's really important to just start that conversation and talk about everybody, like to everybody, everybody that you're working with. How do you open up an account to your to your staff and employees that you're partnered with? You you care about them, I I would hope. And have you set up you know group RSP accounts for your entire team? Uh, it doesn't cost that much. After taxes, it, it can actually be easier to have you know an R IRA account or an RSP account in, in Canada deduct at source, so that instead of giving your employees an extra thousand dollar bonus, you put that into their RSP. They don't get taxed on it. And it's also contributing to their to their retirement savings on, and even buying that first house. So having this conversation, going to find a trusted advisor and just sitting around a table and, you know, while you're on your lunch breaks, just start breaking into those conversations. I think we'll be much better off than, you know, the, the lack of knowledge that's in the industry and for everybody that's getting out to our consumers and, and the people that we care about the most. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Uh, for anybody out there, let's follow Phil's advice. Start the conversation somewhere. Reach out to multiple people. Find who's you're comfortable with, but build a financial team around yourself to make sure that you can take care of yourself and your family in the future. Um, for anyone who's listening to this for the first time, jump on to trustedhousepainter.com. We have a free membership there. We would love to work with you within the painting community. We just want to paint the world a better place and make sure that everyone who's out there in the painting world can take care of themselves and build a great lifestyle uh, through doing what you, you love to do. Um, thanks again, Phil. Uh, if you have any questions about anything that Phil's covered or anything that we might not have covered, please reach out to us at support at trustedhousepainter.com. Where are we go? There we go. Reach out to us. Ask us questions. If uh, if we need to, we can bug Phil again and bring him back. And uh, I'll get you a beer next time we're playing soccer together after this pandemic. But <laughs> great, everybody. Thanks for having me. Good luck, and yeah, feel free to reach out. Thanks for listening to the Trusted House Painter Academy podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share this on social media and to your networks. And if you want to grow your painting business and get targeted exposure to local homeowners, register your painting company at trustedhousepainter.com. Together, we can paint the world a better place.